in public, everyone's mm-hmm. just like, oh, you left, eh? Like, <laughs> one time I'm going to say no. No. Just play the game with <laughs> them. How dare wanna... you? No, play along. I They're just, just trying to make the... conversation. <laughs> You're not letting me have any. No. Fun. I okay. feel bad for the people. You're just messing with them. I'm going to stand up for the average person here. I'm a man of the people. BRB. Remember when you're on MSN and you're just like BRB? <laughs> and you like just had to go like grab something from the kitchen, but you had to tell the person BRB. BRB, my friends. With okay, let's see. Webcam, where I can put song lyrics in my status. With 97 <laughs> emojis. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a new, it wasn't just emojis. It was like also like just symbols. Like dollar sign, dollar yeah, sign, Yeah, that's dollar true. Sign. I don't even remember what it was, but it was something. It was the early stages of Early emojis. Which would be late Egyptian hieroglyphics. On the spectrum of... Did you see that one re- uh, meme that was like, it was like, how can you call it ancient Egypt if it's not ancient yet? And they, they like went and killed him. <laughs> I'm telling it horribly, but it was funny. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. What's one big thing? Sorry, we're answering questions. People ask me some questions. I'll figure it out. What's one big big thing you have accomplished this year that you are proud of? I'll go first. Ladies first. Uh, definitely the uh, winning the biggest class I've ever competed in. 100%. Nine, yeah, nine, nine women? Yeah. That's unheard of for yep. women's physique. Yep. So that's for me for sure. What about you? I'm bad at stuff like this. Just, that, just this year. Celeb- I'm- do you have an idea? One, uh, what's one big thing you have accomplished? It's embarrassing. I'm bad at thinking about positives, <laughs> like wins. Uh, I, I think uh, just going on that vacation. I admit, that oh, that's you. a good one. You know what? That is a good one. I yeah. knew you'd be able to think of one for me. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what was the question? The question was, Re- rework, or what's one reset. big thing you have accomplished this year that you are proud of? Okay. So yeah, this would be a little untraditional as far as like things to accomplish but i'm definitely happy with the going on the best vacation i've ever gone on in so far as like what it meant to me it like totally helped me reframe taking breaks yeah quotes that's very and you're very proud of it i'm very proud because i was able to completely check out in a way that was like the most productive checking out can be for me it was awesome and now it reframed how i see vacation slash breaks and then the next two questions, I'll let you answer one and I'll answer this one. So okay. it was what was it? Oh, I guess you can kind of answer this one too. What were the biggest struggles with this latest competition prep? Probably for me, honestly, it went in terms of just prep. It went well until uh, the last like two weeks I couldn't sleep at all. It was just like. And then BLP told me, he's like, you just got to listen to brown noise all night. 
Did it help? Really? Brown noise helped? Because if you can't sleep, it's like a... It's at that point, it's a hormonal thing. Like your biology Well, yeah, now. he's... He, even if it was a blit... A bit... A blit... A blit... Placebo... Plus... Help. A bit? Placebo. Okay. Uh, it did calm me down enough where... Because at that point... Well, you can't really placebo that. It either works or it doesn't. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. There's no placebo effect there. It worked. Yeah. Some nights it didn't work. Yeah, you just... Oh, okay. Yeah. It depended. That seems like something that would, like, not work for me at all. I mean, you never tried it. You're right. I don't know. Okay, you can answer this one. I'm just one. making stuff up as I go. How do you keep your clients on plan when they are struggling to stay on plan? <clears throat> Well, figuring out, I guess, what it is, or figuring out the struggle. Fig- yeah, specifically figuring out where they're failing, like what they're finding uh, hard to do. Like if they're like, oh, I'm, I'm great. Because they're going to be really good at some part of the plan. There's going to be something they're doing very well. And then if you can figure out what it is specifically, they're like, dude, I just cannot stop snacking after dinner. Like I'm finding that so hard. Or I cannot get my workout in. Or I cannot get my steps in. It's just I can't figure that out. Then you go from there, figure out what that is. Because I think so. you got a few options in general. You can adjust the plan, particularly if someone is in a position in their life where they're maybe getting spread too thin and you need to kind of pivot or make some audibles in the plan for them to accommodate that. doesn't mean make the plan easier, but if you can make it even, make the plan at least be perceived as more manageable, that is easier for clients to to get reinvigorated with the plan. You know, so as simple as being like, okay, you're going to stop walking on the treadmill because you're finding that really challenging. Of course, you could, quote unquote, just do it. You know what I mean? But if um, if that's just like really overwhelming because you're going through nine other stressful things in your life right now that are all intersecting each other, and it's like figure out something that they would do where it's like, well, would you consider doing like a 20 minute bike ride in the morning? So, oh yeah, I could do that. I feel like, like, I don't want to, but I could do that more likely, you know, could you do yeah. a 15, 10 minute walk after meals? Yeah, well, I could do that. That seems way more manageable. So manageability and accountability. Something like that. Okay. Um, Hit me. Describe your perfect gym. If you were to build one from scratch. The perfect gym. If you were to build one from scratch, ours would be, I think, quite different. Would it? Mine would be like pretty dungeony. And yours would yeah, be, I don't want yours, that. I want yours would bougie. be bright and bougie. I want bright lights. Mine would be dark and dungeon, and yours would be bright and bougie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mine and would towel be basically mine would like be, a spa. Mine would be basically pure muscle, but with a lot more powerlifting um, equipment and space kind of catered to that and then also having a lot more uh yeah spa amenities (laughs) (laughs) yeah and mine would be like uh if you cut yourself on that machine uh you might have to go to the hospital i love that yeah like so many people have gotten jacked on this old crusty machine right like it hypes me up yeah like i don't want tetanus anywhere in my gym yeah you I know? want the possibility of it. I don't want to see any type of <laughs> rust. I don't want to see dust. I don't want to see... There can be rust without dust. I don't want either. 
No. <laughs> We'd have totally no, different I want it gyms. nice and clean. I want someone walking around with like a nice, uh, what are the disinfectant rags? You know, just to throw away disposal <laughs> and just wiping everything, just like constantly. <laughs> constantly. See, None of the members wanna, have to do it. I just want to only attract like grungy bodybuilders that have like mental health issues and have just mm-hmm. gone through a breakup. Okay. And that are just like the only thing that they want to do is bodybuild right. or powerlifters. Some powerlifters. Like guys that you want to like attract guys who got demons. Kind of. It's a dungeon. Well, they say they have demons. Demons and dungeons. No, Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dungeons and Drumsons. Drumsons and Drumsons. That's the name of the that's the name of the gym. Hey, that's good. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, it's a gym theme, I guess. Favorite gym you've trained at? Jeez, that's actually hard. You've probably done a lot of different more different ones than I have. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I like pure. I enjoy pure. I'll do my top three. Okay. Um, dude, that's still hard. Just pick three good ones. I know, I'm thinking. Do top five. Okay, top five? Yeah, go. Okay, I really do like athletic culture. Where? In Barrie, Ontario. Okay. Shout out. Because you, you, some like of these pure. are going to be American, I right? do like pure. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, pure muscle? Honestly, I did like uh, 1440 because it was a bit kind of grungy. Okay, so you're into three. So you got AK, athletic culture in Barrie. You got Pure Muscle in Burlington. Yeah. These are Canadian so far. Yeah. Then you have 1440. In Jacksonville, Jacksonville Beach. Beach, Florida. Okay. I did at the time like um, Bev Francis's powerhouse gym. Where's that? In Syosset, New York. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like the mecca of bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And at least in that area. Um... You need a fifth now. And honestly, I just had such good workouts at Grand Bend Gym in Grand Bend. Where my That's dad's. what it's called? It's called, literally called Grand Bend Gym. Honestly, I had such great workouts there. The temperature was great in the gym. That's like major key. Fantastic temperature. Not too hot. Not too cold. Uh, bright enough. Bright enough that you would like it. Oh, oh, I take it back. I take it back. Fitness 365 takes out pure. Really? Yeah. Really? Pure is just too hypey for me. Like, yeah. I like the gym, but uh, it's too... If I was in there alone, I would like it. What do you mean? There's just too many... Yeah, alone, like no other people training? In the no gym. other people oh, training. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. In the gym alone. Yeah, but okay. uh, Fitness 3... The newly renovated Fitness 365 in Etobicoke, mm-hmm. Ontario. Uh, I wish I could train there twice a day, every day. In Etobicoke, Ontario? In Etobicoke. A bit, a bit, a bit of coke. Uh, I went in there. First of all, they renovated the whole front. Looked f- fantastic. Paint, new paint everywhere. New machines everywhere. All new Panada machines. And then you go in the women's change room. Complete renovation. Brand new showers. Brand new flooring. And then a stretching room that they made so that women would feel comfortable stretching yeah. and not have men stare at them. Yeah. It's a freaking posing room. It's got mirrors, mirrors, mirrors. Yeah, sweet. And it's only act, act, you only have access through the women's change room, so it's literally women. Only. I remember that gym being pretty like uh, grungy, grungy, but also wasn't it like kind of congested? No, I remember it being, it's pretty big. Uh, I remember the like. When just, did we go? When did you go? Well, congested has no no. Did I did I take you? No, I've been by myself. The 
No, I don't mean congested as far as space. Like, I just mean the way that it's set up. No, they rearranged everything. Oh, okay. Because the machine, a lot of the machines, I remember just them being, like, really it, close. It used to be. Yeah. I don't like that. No, it looks so good now. Okay. Oh, okay, I just question. raving, raving. Sorry. For th oh, the new Reynolds. I haven't been, so I don't know. Yeah. I trust you. Ever trained at the same gym as your ex while they're there? Yeah, we, that's, yeah. we're up here all the time. Yeah, all the time. Okay. Um, why should someone pay for coaching? Or the next question is, why pay for a PT? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, simply put, I guess, it's like um, you're paying for essentially like a consult, uh, consultant in the space of fitness. Yeah. Um, right? So if you're looking to improve an area of your health or fitness then if you can hire an expert in that area specifically for the problem you have then yeah i mean it just makes sense you know like someone who knows how to sell houses real estate go hire yeah. a real estate agent that's, sell what, your I'm house, that's you know? what i'm saying it's like if real estate's an investment this is also investment in your knowledge about health and fitness so you can use it for the rest of your life well that's the that's the other aspect of it it's like assuming i think most coaches should be um there should be an element of like education to the client. And so like, that's mm -hmm. something that you can keep forever. So you're not just investing like into your health insofar as like the changes you make to your body and your health and wellness, but also like just information in your brain. Now you just have things where you're like, Oh, I didn't know that before. And you're constantly picking that up from your coach. Have you had clients that you've seen, you know, X amount a year, two years, whatever later, and they still look amazing because they've Oh yeah, been implementing yep, everything you taught them. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep, yeah. it, it makes them real. It makes it a lot easier for them to coast in a good way, right? Like they yeah. get to the they get to a point they're really happy with, and then it's just about maintaining a healthy fitness lifestyle that they're like super down with. And then the tools that they've taken from their time working with me, it just makes it so much easier to coast because they're like, dude, this is just I just implement the same things over and over and over again, and now it's just automatic. So I, I definitely think that's the why people should pay for it. Um, the who you should pay is a different question. It's just like, do your research. Um, I, I, I recommend some people to ask people's clients. Like, hey, oh, yeah. how's this? How's your coach? Right? Like, do Good they idea. get back to you on time? Do you only talk to them once a week? What, like, especially for online mm -hmm. stuff, right? Because everyone can say they're a coach. Yeah. Like there's no um, overhead body that's like. You know what a question I think would be good for you to ask too? If so, if, if for a client, for a prospective client that's like looking to hire a coach is when you're reach out to them and talk to them, but like specific questions to have for them would be um, probably like credentials slash like ex experience and expertise in like the specific area that you're looking for. Like what have you done with people like me? Um, that's probably the biggest one, but also like asking them a specific, like hypothetical problem being like, Hey, I have this problem and how would you handle it mm -hmm. without spending 30, 60 minutes? Just give me like an idea of how you would construct a, a plan or uh, some type of plan of attack for like achieving this, you know, what would you do? That's probably a good idea. Cause then you can get a good idea of how they work and their philosophy and their approach and just how they solve problems and I think that's like a big aspect of things that need to fit together 
with like a client and, and a coach is that, you have to align on that. That's exactly it. It's like the client should almost interview you as mm-hmm. a coach and then vice versa too, because like we've both fired clients. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not just a, well, they're paying me. So I guess I gotta, it's like, no, if this person isn't a fit for me, mm-hmm. I don't need to coach them. Correct. Right. Yeah. So. You want to make sure you're a good fit. So. Okay. Let's see. Which by the way, on that note too, if you're not a good fit, there's a weird thing in the fitness industry too, where people are, I think are, uh, loyal to a fault mm. through their coaches that they hire and they get, because these are typically people that like score higher in characteristics like agreeableness and they have, they're more uncomfortable with confrontation and they are avoiding that hard conversation of like, Hey, I'm going to move on from your coaching, you know? And, uh, they end up just staying with them when they're really not happy with the service yeah. and that's okay. Or they're just, not necessarily not happy with the service, but or they're, they're not getting, done. they're just done. They're not getting value from it and they have different priorities now. That's okay. Or they just don't feel like they're a fit anymore with that coach. And maybe they've moved on like with their own personal growth or something. Um, or they want to work with someone else. That's totally cool too. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but I and, think a lot of people feel stuck because yeah. they avoid that conver- hard conversation. It's not even hard, but in their head, they, they build it up into this uncomfortable interaction and really. They just oh, don't like the confrontation, but there really shouldn't be any. It's business. Like people are, people are going to take it personal and like, you can't control that. So just be respectful, be honest, and then be like, Hey, I'm done. I want to move on. This is why initially I tell people, I'm like, you know, I don't expect you to be with me forever. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they're like, I always get asked like, Oh, do you have like super long contracts? And I was like, no, month to month. Like mm-hmm. you stay as long as you need. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people stay long term. They love it. Some people want to move on. It's mm-hmm. all good. Right. So. Uh, should you do mobility work before or after workouts? Probably depends like what your training, like what your training goals are. If you're, uh, if you're in most cases, I think you probably need to do it before. Yeah, so when you're just talking about say. going into the gym to lift weights, some version of resistance training, then you probably would do most of it, if not all of it beforehand. Cause you want to get into a place where you're able to get into those positions needed to train. Yeah. Now, this is a question. I don't want the textbook answer. I want your opinion. Do you consider walking resistance training? No. Okay. Because some doctors have told some of my clients that because they're walking on their body weight, it's resistance training. No. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. No. Just telling you. Simple answer. Nope. Wrong. False. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Fake doctor. All right. Real, uh, real doctor. Would you rather right coach someone? Uh, hmm? Oh. I guess you for yourself. Would you rather hire a coach that has a great physique but bad knowledge or someone with great knowledge? but a not so great physique slash overweight. That's the easiest answer ever. Uh, the latter for sure. I don't know what ladder is. The second one. I want the last one. I want the information because that's ultimately what I need. I don't need. But then why can't that person look good? That's the, uh, well, they didn't say that. They didn't say, they just said, okay. Right? No, it said great knowledge, but not so good physique slash overweight. Oh yeah. That's fine. Like I'm, I'm, 
I might be a little overweight based on BMI. I don't know. You're not overweight. But I mean, I don't know what they mean. If someone's a little bit overweight, but they know what they're talking about, I got no problem with that. I got no problem with that. Now, there's like a whole other aspect where it's like, you should probably look the part. That's just kind of, but my personal, my personal thing is like, I would, I would look for someone who definitely practices what they preach. That's super important. So if they practice what they preach, but they just don't look awesome, I'm okay with that. No, the person I hire does not need to look amazing. What I need is for them to be professional. I need them to be honest. I need them to be competent, confident, and I need them to be uh, uh, actually open to working with me on whatever my specific problem is. That's really it. So someone has crazy powerlifting knowledge, mm -hmm. but they can't even deadlift 100 pounds. That wasn't the question. Well, I, I'm asking you a new question. Yeah, I don't. That I think that's too. I think that's too unrealistic. Because that doesn't exist. That person wouldn't exist. So, like, obviously, I went, exist, obviously, I wouldn't hire that. If person. they did exist, they would be a yeah. good life trainer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's rude. How dare you? Um, <laughs> there's many good life, good, good life trainers. Yeah, but, many good. I'm talking about. But yeah, that's not a baseline thing. level one. That's not a thing because information would take you so far where you would be able to be at least halfway confident. Half you'd be able to be average, right? So I would definitely hire someone with an average physique, higher average strength, right? Average muscle mass, but above average information. Because that's ultimately what I'm paying for. I need to get what they have. They have something that I don't, and it's in their head. Not in their muscles. Yeah. That's my take. You, take. Hire, you hire who you want. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, all right. <laughs> I need some coke. It's just business. It's just business. Don't take it personally. You just say the words, it's business. And whenever you're like, oh man, it's business. It's business. What got you into bodybuilding? And okay. That question's for IFBB Pro, Tim Wolf. Okay, also, how many times have we got this question? I know, but some people don't know. No, 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 no. Some people don't know. Okay. Uh, what got me into bodybuilding? No, no. I'll answer it again, In real like super quick. Uh, I just always played sports growing up and then bodybuilding gave me an outlet to be competitive as an adult. Yeah, there you go. That's it. There you go. She used I to like sing it. opera and shoot hoops. I did. I had two on. vocal music awards, believe yeah. it or not. She was a drama nerd. For all you keyboard warriors commenting nerd. on my voice. I'll serenade you like She's got a Fergie man and, voice, they like say. Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Do you get negativity in public from Gen Pop for being more muscular than most men? Never negativity. Always just like in public, everyone's mm -hmm. just like, oh, you lift, eh? Like <laughs> one time I'm going to say no. No. Just play the game with <laughs> them. How wanna... dare you? No, play along. I They're just, just trying to make the... conversation. <laughs> You're not letting me have any. No. Okay. I feel bad for the people. You're just messing with them. I'm going to stand up for the average person here. I'm a man of the people. Hey, this is a good question for you. Okay. All right. Why are you doing so much cardio if you can cut with just calorie deficit? Oh, that's a good question. Depending on where someone's at and where their baseline is at, you might choose to do that. You might actually do no cardio and just remove calories. Um, I have clients where they're already walking a lot, so they don't, and they're on their feet a lot, so they have a higher caloric output but they don't actually do any formal cardio. So I wouldn't prescribe any cardio um, with those folks in, unless, unless they're already eating really well. But usually people like that that already have a high output and are overweight, 
usually their eating habits are horrible. So if we can pull away, the first step um, is to pull away calories. Yeah. For, for sure. If he's asking like me, because I'm still doing a lot of cardio in the off season, mm-hmm. I honestly feel so good just to sweat mm-hmm. and for cardiovascular health in general. Yeah, tons. Yeah. yeah even more Literally, than cardiovascular It's called cardio yeah. for a reason. Yeah, yeah. It's important to do. For your heart. It's super important to do long term. Um, but also the final one too would be it's, um, I've used this description for clients to explain to them kind of the role in cutting calories and the role in increasing cardio and how that affects the equation of calorie balance. And it's like, um, when you're eating food, it's like you're paying money. That money's coming out of your account. And then when you're doing cardio or any type of caloric output, that's you're increasing your income. So if you can just increase your income and you can increase slash increase cardio, then you buy yourself more budget room to just enjoy a little bit more food that you like. If, if you want to maintain, right? Like if or, any or, of my clients, any of my clients that are in obviously like show prep, mm. like they can't replace the cardio they do with food. They have to be, no, they it's have probably to different with competition prep. But for the average person, if they want to walk 10,000 steps instead of 5,000, it's like, yeah, we can probably fit in a reasonable snack of something you enjoy. Yeah. You know what I mean? More That's than fair. the other option. So. That's fair. Or if you were doing it the other way. Uh, I'm thirsty, so let's... Let's check out, you okay. know? Yeah, let's do yeah, it. we're done. Cool. Uh, <laughs> thanks for a lot for listening to the show. This is Stay Peaked. If you want to reach out to Samurai for coaching, you can check out our handles and details in the show notes below thanks a lot for listening we'll be back 